See how we go. It's been a little while. <laughs> The Joust presents Mad Mondays. I wanted to wait till Daryl kicked in there, but he did take a little while. Look, <laughs> Daryl is really not in a rush. He's embracing summer. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And as aren't we all, Liam? Uh, yes, we have the door open today. This Nagy. is like, this is really a good afternoon, and welcome to the Mad Mondays because we're doing a bit of an earlier evening. It's quite something. It's amazing. I haven't seen the sun in days. I know, but because of the this harsh country that we live in, Liam, uh, <laughs> harsh in many ways, <laughs> but mostly from from you and I, from you know, good. Catholic Christian Irish stock. Irish stock, you know, like uh, with Irish skin uh, that wasn't made for these temperatures at all. No, but I went for a swim for 15 minutes yesterday and I took some sun. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bit burnt. I was going to say you looked a bit pink. Yeah. I thought 15 it, minutes. I thought that's it might have been the alcohol. That did, <laughs> that's not helping. I mean, they, the two uh, the two play into each other and, you know, play off each other. Yeah, yeah, quite well. One goes with the other. The um, I was recently, I put sunscreen, I was out in the sun for quite an extended period and I was like, i got to remember to like really be vigorous with uh, sunscreen. you got to slip, slop, slap and yeah, wrap. And then I forgot to put it on, I was wearing an open shirt like with, uh, and then I got the triangle. You and your sexy open shirt, Snaggy. It's terrible, be, it's never ending with you. Look, it's not the first time that being too sexy in public... <laughs> <laughs> it's just done me astray. You know, that's I really gotta remember that when I leave the house. Now try not to be so damn free loving and sexy. I know, you're really shirts. you're affecting all of us. <laughs> it was one button. It's it was a perfect <laughs> triangle too. But who wants to like, you know, if you're wearing a shirt, you're wearing a shirt. Yeah. But you know, we're we're unfortunately, due to the weather, um, and we're very fortunate now that we've just opened it opened it up. We're getting a bit of the old breeze happening. Mm. How, how do you cope with the heat? You go, I know it's been some hot nights. The summer's really arise. The whole December, it was like uh, we were like sort of managing, and then now January's come. And no, I had a shower yesterday. I had a cold shower. Yeah. It, the cold water wasn't cold enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sweating in a cold shower. Yeah, there was um there was a report earlier today that it was like uh, that the parts of the Hume Highway on the you have to you have to keep left because the right's <laughs> melting. <laughs> For like a 10k stretch. What a, that's tar- That's a tired road. What like, a silly country. Yeah, it's stupid. So I always love when I read packaging of things that I buy and it says, please store under, what is it, store under 30 degrees Celsius. Yeah. In summer, I don't have that option. No, you can't. You have like deodorant cans just popping in my room. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't keep them in the fridge. No. You know what I mean? Like, if no. you pressurize, you can't just put it in the fridge. Oh, like. goodness no. But then also, if you spray it on yourself and it's cold, you'll... You do yourself a little mischief, I think. You get a little whoo, like where yeah. there's a guy that eats your arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you when you go when you put deodorant on? Do you ever do the, um, you, you know, because sometimes this might shock you, Liam, but I might not, I might not plan. I might be rushing to get out of the house a little bit. This and, does shock me now. Yeah. You're do you, very well planned. If you do when you button your shirt up and you've forgotten to put the sun, sorry, the uh, the deodorant on. Up under. Would you go up under or up do you, under. Or do you like do undo one button and just sort of command it? Actually, no. Through? If it's a button up, I undo and go in. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, if it's t-shirt, just 
up under. Because that's really like you get a little glimpse of. Um, oh, there's a fly in here. Uh, there's. Um, that's with the door open. This is see. the door. This is the nature. <laughs> this is that we've never had when we've had closed <laughs> a closed door shoot. Um, but yeah, when you when you're going in blind, you know that's just what you can feel like. You know, if you had to really use that seventh sense of yours, you know, to find out where's your armpit. <laughs> I haven't even got the other six working all right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like and you just got to like sort it around. Not to mention if there's a roll roll on one, you really got to get in Ooh. there. Yeah. Who yeah, uses roll on now though? I've got an emergency really? roll on. Yeah. Oh. If I can't find where I've put my spray, that's disgusting. Is it? Oh, I don't share I don't know. it. Like if I was like, here's my roll on deodorant. I've had this has happened once before. Actually, I was away on a trip. Uh, it was a bucks party, and I, was, I forgot to bring deodorant because you're on a flight and you don't. Mm. Want it. And then, um, and, and a friend of mine was like, "Oh yeah, he, you can use my deodorant." I'm like, "Great, where is it?" And he's like, "Here it is." And it was just a stick roll on. Oh. And it wasn't even like it was just. I was like, oh. "That's I disgusting." Just, I still used it though, because because they always have like one little armpit hair caked on and. You never know if it's a pube or not. <laughs> yeah. Who knows where they've been putting uh, these, you know, deodorant sticks. Because you're like, like, in the end, a deodorant stick anus, is... perhaps. <laughs> it's, it, you're not going to... stinky ass. Yeah, well, that's it. You're only going to put it in stinky areas. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of it. Because you're never going to put it in, like, an area that's never going to be like, oh, the top of my hand needs some deodorant. <laughs> but you need that when you put aftershave. It sort of goes around yeah, there, right too. on the wrist. On the wrist. Mm. But, but you never really aftershave your genitals. Or do you? Hey, if you got a big date, yes. <laughs> Why not? They got to smell good. Yeah, you got to. You got to give sweaty them, down there. You got to give them every chance. Yeah. Now, Liam, it's been a little while between drinks. It has. Well, well not between drinks. No. But between <laughs> us drinking and talking into a microphone. Yes. That's been a while between that. The microphones. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but as we often do with the celebrating Mad Mondays, what are we celebrating? Well. This week? Today we're celebrating a big one. Now, today on this day in the year 877, Louis the Stammerer yeah. was crowned king of the West Frankish Kingdom of Compiègne. Now, Louis the Stammerer got this throne yeah. from his father, Charles the Bald. Now, aren't <laughs> they just wonderful names? Yeah. Charles the Bald and his son Louis the, the Stammerer. Stammerer. Yeah. How's that for your self-esteem? You're going to be king of the country. Let's name you after your crippling speech impediment. Plus, your dad was bald, you (laughs) dick. What kind of terrible people are... The people of the West Frankish Kingdom of Compiègne. Yeah, I tell you, if that was me and I like had a terrible stammer, <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, Christ, they got to give me that stammer nickname. I'd be like, I'd be like, just I don't know, dancing all the time, or I'd hop out of the room. <laughs> Naggy so the dancer. Yeah, it'd be like Naggy the dancer, and it'd be like so nicer than the stammerer. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, surely these people could have like a bit more of like, you know, because it's like the mad or the stammer. It's all yeah. these terrible things. Should be like, hey, I'm in charge here. Like, can you give me some. <laughs> well, that's fucking it. He's respect? the king of the country. Does he not? You know, have the power to say, look, you call me Louis the Stammerer. Yeah. Hang me <laughs> up by your neck <laughs> what uh, until you stop calling me Louis the bloody Stammerer. Yeah, why can't be, I, I call me Louis the, the, the top bloke? Louis the, if I was the king of a country, I'd be Liam the enormous dickhead and hugely popular. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why can't it be like Louis the I often shout drinks? Like, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure he does because he's the king. He's the king. He's the king, I'm sure. Well, he probably gets them for free. So he wouldn't shout them. Well, I suppose. I don't know. What would yours be, though? Naggy the... Impotent? <laughs> the disappointing. <laughs> Never lived up to expectation. Naggy the syphilitic. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Cassie. He's yeah. been tested. He's clean. It's, yeah, thank God. Uh, the, um, for the testing, I mean. I mean Oscar uh, Wilde died of syphilis. Yeah, apparently. Did Edgar Allan Poe as well? I think a lot of them did. And, and, um, and uh, you see, I think it was Oscar Wilde that often covered his mouth when talking. Because they believe that it was uh, his teeth were all stained Ooh. from mercury. Because one of the um, the ways of curing syphilis back in the day was drinking mercury. <laughs> were people in the past dickheads dumb? Were they just dumb? 
That was dumb. Isn't that weird though? It's like it's syphilis. It's a it's a thing you get. You get a quick pill now, mm. and you, it clears up, and you move on. It used to kill people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, apparently, yeah. I'm not sure why mercury though. I think they thought it was like a miracle cure for everything. Yeah, mercury Isaac power. Newton died drinking mercury. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was. A, uh, I heard it was also a, a cure for constipation as well. <laughs> so I guess it is. Well, yeah, because when you die, your body evacuates into the bowels. <laughs> so, so I guess you the get constipation's cured, but you're dead. You get there in the end. Yeah, you get there. Like <laughs> the problem. It's like the doctor or like the I don't know the wise man, or whatever the case might have been at the time. He's like, I can clear those bowels for you. As long as you're willing to do anything, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and you go, well, yes, I'm, I'm you know, been blocked for days, and then and then, sure enough, he says, well, you drink this, you'll have, you'll be pain free soon for the rest of your life. It'll be very short, it'll be mere minutes, minutes of, yeah. of but yeah, I suppose you get the relief. Actually, probably be very painful dying from mercury poisoning, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. The only experience I've had with mercury is the of thermometers but in high school. Yeah, and you smash them. What happens when you smash them? Well, you can handle the mercury. Oh, really? Obviously, it's highly toxic, so you shouldn't, but we did it once or twice. Yeah. I believe they replaced the mercury because too many kids were smashing it to play with the mercury. What is it like? Is it like a sort of... A it's like a heavy water, but bright silver. Oh, that sounds yeah. nice. Yeah, it was all right. It sounds nice as a child. It wasn't the was... funnest thing we did in science. That was probably when we were dissecting rats. Yeah, actually, that did that. Yeah, when I yeah. see when I used to see this in like uh, like things in school, like you know, sorry, when I'm watching like Malcolm in the Middle or something like that, and Maggie like, oh, never went to school. He no. has to learn everything from uh, pop culture. I went to what are, school. What are those schools called? That was Steiner School. Steiner School to a Steiner School. Uh, they, what do they do? <laughs> never learned like, to read. Is that new way of learning? Like no, it's a lot of uh, it's very focused on creativity and uh, independence for children. Yeah, neither of which I have. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so you actually dissected rats? Yeah, and then we dissected the rat, and then the teacher left the room. And so we were playing around with the rats and their innards. Were they, they were dead, obviously. They were dead, but the funny thing, if you <laughs> dissected it, you put the mouth around the sink, turn the sink on, fill up like a water balloon. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, what, what, what were they thinking, giving a room full of 16-year-old boys a bunch of dead, dead rats? rats? That was stupid. Yeah, It was well, their own bloody fault. <laughs> We did a frog too, and a frog. I thought these. I think were, we did a frog. I thought these were just creations from like American yeah. pop culture that it's like, oh, you can do this in biology. I'm no, saying. our science in high school was everything I had been led to believe and more. Like we used to burn shit, cut animals open, mm. make chemicals. It was awesome. Yeah, right. It was brilliant. You should have become a scientist. Uh, <laughs> I would have been a terrible uh, scientist. Terrible scientist. Yeah. Like everything is just scientists. Like, oh, just in that like clinical setting with a Bunsen burner and a and like a white coat and just to- pouring various liquids into beakers. Yeah, well, Which that was the other thing. We learned how to turn Bunsen burners into flamethrowers. How did you do this? You what just got to know how to regulate. You, you just got to know how to regulate how much gas goes in and out of the tap. Right. And once you work out how to fiddle with it to get max gas, you can just turn it on and like you wear that and then lift lift it up and then turn it again. Like I don't a, remember how like we did Alan it, key. but yeah, we had um, we had some pretty large flames in our <laughs> science classes. It's your teacher. <laughs> Must have been just very relaxed. Oh, the whole faculty was very relaxed. What school was it? St. Pius. St. Pius. Yeah, right. Um, they, you know, my, my crappy school didn't have any of that. I did, like, we didn't still, have Bunsen burners? No, they had Bunsen burners. Okay. But it's like, I don't know. That just seemed way too dangerous to be given to children anyway. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I talked about it with so, uh, a friend of mine, um, Tim Buchan. Uh, when I, he was the guy that I pulled the chair back <laughs> yeah, on yes, the, chair. the chair. Yeah, and then yeah. he returned favor. He returned serve, um, like the next term, by heating a spoon over the Bunsen burner and burning my elbow. Oh, you did that on your elbow? Oh no! It you... was like the the because you know because like, we used to do that to people's books, but mm. you do it with a twenty cent coin. Yeah. And if you held it in long enough till it was red hot, it will burn clean through the book. 
Just like yeah, straight through. Yeah, sometimes into chair because we had those plastic chairs as well. You drop it under the chair, it melt into the chair. I thought you were gonna say sometimes into chicks. Then I was like, no, oh. oh no, 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 we'd have been imprisoned. <laughs> <laughs> but they, like you give these, cause you're giving children opportunities to do these things. Like when you yeah. like, you're like, here's a flame. Don't burn anything or heat anything up inappropriately. Of course, you got to do it. We did, but no one got hurt. Remarkably, no one got hurt. But maybe they did, and there's no or one told anyone. Because you, once you've maybe you know, some people got hurt. Actually, I remember one kid got hurt once, but I can't remember what happened. <laughs> it's probably you involved and you've blocked it out of your <laughs> mind. Kid, I got bonked on the scone. <laughs> scone bonked. I can't remember. The whole the whole school experience is pretty much just uh, waiting to get injured next. You know, there was a, another a child at my school. I remember we were playing this game. Um, uh, you run up and you see how high you could touch up on the wall. This is a sip, sip, yeah, yeah, yeah. high game. wall touch. High wall touch. Yeah. Great game. Uh, and there was a window uh, with like a... With like so, like a brick ledge sort of off the windowsill, so people were starting to run up and like put a foot on that and get even higher. Uh-huh. And a fellow uh, attempted to do this uh, by the name of Matt Hume. Hume, Hume, classic Hume, classic Hume, because he and bloody melting in his right lane. Slipped oh. on the uh, <laughs> slipped on the windowsill um, and put his arm through the window. <laughs> Um, what now, an idiot! I'm not sure if Liam. I'm not sure Very if you've human. ever seen a uh, um, someone cut underneath their arm. No, but it bleeds quite a bit. I'm gonna. I'm gonna warn you now. Oh. It was. Uh, yeah. It was. It was. It was a helicopter call. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? Oh, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Fight Club at school for a while. W- was that after the movie came out? I don't yeah. think any of us had seen the movie. We just had <laughs> boxing matches before school. I was always late. I slept in every day. You still um, slip in now. <laughs> well, yeah, so that's where it all started. I've basically been late to school every day since I was born and yeah. went to school. <laughs> but then before school, one, obviously, you'd have two guys each bring a pair of boxing gloves. Yeah. And they'd make a boxing ring out of wooden benches. Right. And then just a couple of boys going to town. Really? J- Jordan Fox got punched very, very hard, <laughs> maybe by Ruben, yeah. and had to go to... Uh, Homeroom in the morning with his uh, half his face split open and covered in blood. I can't imagine these things happening. You went to the school that I saw on television, and I went to the school that I which was is just, funny because it was a good Catholic school. There was bins lit in fires and food this fights. This is exciting. It sounds like every school, like every day, was a new yeah. episode of like a cool show. Yeah, you know, it was. But, but, sorry, that was the fly on my thing. But for me, it was like this sort of like I, I I went to school for a while. It stopped, and I looked back, and I, I'd still watch these school shows when I'd finished <laughs> going to school, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's exciting. I hope that happens when I'm. Oh, that's it's all done now." The funniest one we had. Now this to this day makes me giggle whenever I think about it. Was around the. Uh, the lunch area was a large concreted area. There was a row of benches with a second row inside. Yeah. And we'd each sit, you know, in groups of 10 or so on the train track row of benches with our bags sitting in the middle, mm. forming a pile, if you will. Pile, and then yeah. every once in a while, someone would stand in between the two rows of benches Betwixt. to speak to the, the people on each side of the rows of benches. Yeah. And then what you do is you get one more person to surreptitiously sneak up behind them and push, push them onto them the pile of bags. And then you'd rip all the bags out from under them and just start hitting them with the bags. Yeah. Violent. Like using the um using the straps as a kind of handle. So you're hitting them with these bags and they're yeah. all full of books because yeah. we had, you know, seven periods a day. That's right. So you got a shitload of books. Half of us had, you know, those really hard plastic lunch boxes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, oh, they're, that really hurt when we used to do that. It was funny though. That ever happened to you? Oh yeah, got bagged. Okay. <laughs> yeah, got bagged a couple of times. <laughs> it's um yeah. Well, it, I got uh, shoes <laughs> stolen once too. <laughs> what did you do when you lost one shoe? 
No, they took both of them. Oh, you got shoes. Sorry. Yeah, so I had to go to class and say to my teacher, they've nicked my shoes. Yeah, I'm currently wearing much smaller thongs. She called me an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Told me to go look for them. In her defense, you are. Yeah, Uh, true. (laughs) (laughs) I'm currently wearing much smaller thongs because I had a blowout on New Year's Eve. Oh, no. And it snapped. And I was like, well, and I was in a bit of a half, so I threw them both out. Well, I threw the first one out, and then I was like, well, I've got to throw the other one out, too. Just can't buy one thong. Those bloody no, shoemakers. Those shoemakers are making. It's a, a racket. Yeah, shoemaker. I just want one. Wouldn't one. that be a good company idea if you just make replicas of other brands' shoes and sold them as singles replacements? Yeah, replacements. Shoe singles. Yeah, we could be onto something. We'll talk about it more in the second half. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Sweet bass riff through that. It's a great song. It's a great <coughs> song. A lot of people really like a lot song. of people like horses, but I think that's what it is. Like you know, I think one yeah, I think Daryl's been hard done by being only remembered for horses. I yeah. think that's a superior track. Yeah, doesn't quite have the cultural impact uh, of horses, obviously. No, um, but yeah, I think I think it's a superior track. And it, it's what's just, it called? One summer. One, one summer. summer. Um, the one summer I found a way. Yeah, I've got the range for it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you've got the mange for it. The mange for it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You mangy dog. I'm sorry, Nagy. That's all right. I was rude. Now, welcome back to the second half. (laughs) Good to be back. (laughs) There's. we were just talking before, like obviously that song. It's in the summertime, and people, people, you know, do certain things. In one of those things that they do during this stupidly hot t- time of year is you get back together with family. And mm. when you get back together with family, you tend to, you know, you be like, let's go out for a meal, you know, as you do. Now we've we were just talking before how you realise that that uh, so you realise certain things as you're older. That's probably been happening your entire life. But typically now, I'm not one of these people that will be, you know, I'm sorry for anyone that feels gendered out there, <laughs> but we, we have said that we do believe it's often uh, women of a certain age. Uh, that it is. Now, and often mums, mums do this. I know my Mostly mum, mums. My, my mum definitely does this. Uh, and you know what I'm going to say, Liam? It's the way they address weight staff. It's terrible. It's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And it destroys my faith in humanity. And it's just a certain, like, and it's not. It's women 35 mm. to 55. No one else. Yeah. That's it. Look, and, but it's like... The blokes of that age have just given up. They don't care. Yeah, yeah. So they'll just, just say to the waiter, just get me whatever. I don't mind. There's certain like... Whereas go- the woman will say, get me everything that you own and I'm going to throw it in the bin. You suck. Yeah, so certain- also, I'd like chicken. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah, there's certain... There's, there's, they throw in... The rudeness comes in the extra, extra parts of the question. Like, it'll be like, oh, can we just order now? If that's all right. Like, and it's like, don't say if that's all right. Of course it's all right. This is part of the system. <laughs> You know, like, you know, if, that's, if that's okay, like, you know, and it's, so you've already taken them up. And, like, there's two kinds of, like, guy, like, older males at the table, right? And it's either going to be, like, someone that's very prepared, like, and they're looking around, like, where's that waiter? Where's that waiter coming back? Is that out? Is, is she coming back out of the kitchen? And very eyes are all that one that's completely shocked when there's someone comes <laughs> to the table. Like, is it just there? Huh? Yeah, they go, oh, oh Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carol, Carol, do you know what you're having? Because I was having the, what was I having again? Like, that's the guy I'll that's be. That's the guy. You'll I, be that guy. I can't talk to white staff. But that's at all. all right. When I, I take you out for dinner, I'll have everything prepared. I'll have our order down pat. I'll have them pre uh, pre cut your meal. It's all good. I'm gonna I'll get it covered. <laughs> you have to get pre cut it. Yeah. Um, but but it, yeah, no, it's it's uh, I don't know. And it's it's a funny thing. It's it, a, honestly, it 
it is a huge weight on my shoulders because yeah. being spoken to like I'm an idiot multiple times being, through a shift for the last 10 years, being in the hospitality it's really, industry, yeah. really grating. Yeah. Middle-aged women, get your shit together and start <laughs> treating hospitality workers like human beings, but there's please. A, there's another side of it that I've noticed with some people that I know. Uh, one being a uh, big fan of the show, Reese Clancy. Uh, oh, Clancy. Yeah, yeah. Clancy. He's uh, I'll, I'll, I'll of the Overflow. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he, I found he tended to. Uh, it's probably still does. Uh, Reese, I know you're watching. Uh, there's, there's a part where you will talk to a person from a certain ethnicity. With a little bit of the ethnicity himself. <laughs> now this came to this came around when he was ordering sushi, <laughs> and he's looking at me and he goes, he goes, I need some teriyaki. He goes, is there any teriyaki over there? I need some. He goes, and I was like, just ask for it. He, so he goes, um, he goes, uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, uh, can I please have some teriyaki? Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you talking to him like that? That's terrible. Yeah. Reese. And I said, what? And he goes, what? Reese, come on. Yeah. And then I thought it was just, I thought it might have just been a sushi thing. I thought he might have been a bit out of his element or something. And he just panicked. But he didn't re- recognize it. But then, like, on another night, we went and ordered a kebab. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, extra tabouli. Yeah. Well, he's like, yeah, yeah. Can I get a, uh, a mixed, uh, can I get a mixed, uh, yeah, no tabouli, uh, extra cheese, uh, yeah, cheers, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 9.50, no worries. Like, and it's like, why are you talking to him like that? It's like my uh, my grandmother in Beirut used to make it <laughs> Fran Clancy. That old Arabian name, Fran Clancy. Yeah, and it's like, why are you talking to the, the, the person like you're from Turkey now? But I think it's a polite thing. You feel like you're doing them justice. But that that now that's a bit misleading. You feel like you're doing them justice when in reality you're actually acting towards them in what would some say is a very racially insensitive <laughs> manner. Yeah. So it's kind of two sides of the same coin. Well, it's, it's both like, but people are just blind to it, how they talk to the, yes. the different white stuff. Because the, the middle-aged women will say like, oh no, it's very polite. Oh, and they never are. It's a no. lie. But then, and like people like Reese, and I know other people that do it as well, they'll be like, oh no, no, I wasn't talking to them any different. It's like you were talking to them completely differently how mm. you speak usually. But you no know what? I think it's just, a, it's a sign of the times. We just need to take a moment yeah. to consider how we speak to we're fellow man, yeah, yeah and yeah. women, man and, and women, and women. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's um, any difference between. We shouldn't speak to them any no. differently. No, speak to everyone the same, but speak to everyone nicely. Nicely. It doesn't hurt to be. What's the thing? It's never convivial. S- it's always smart. No, it's nice to be smart, but it's always smart to be nice. No, that doesn't. Make you made sense. that up, it's but it's a good saying. Like that, yeah. No, it is a good saying. I'm like glad that. you made it up, but um. We'll slap a pattern on that saying and we'll get it on a shirt. We'll get it. It'll be a <laughs> come out soon. Hashtag nice to be smart. No, smart to be nice. <laughs> hip to be fresh. Hip to be square. Uh, square to be hip. <laughs> but the, to be square to be square. <laughs> but that's one of the, yeah, a common thing that comes around. You, you only just realize when you're older and you're out with your family. But there, there's other things too. When you decide to have a home um, sort of uh, affair at your house uh, and you might invite some people around and it's a good time to catch up and you know there's some, some bottles to be drunk and all uh, cans all cans and all the recycling yeah. goods but this poses, poses a problem because you, you create so much more waste than you'd usually have on a week to week basis so you so then it's 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 the bin politics of the holidays now I'm glad you brought up the bin politics <laughs> now because yeah. I was discussing this with someone the other day it got it got heated. I'll leave it at that, Nagy. Okay, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on bin politics, mate? Well, Tell it's, me. it's that, that whole thing of, you know, you're going to fill up your bin. And hell, because you're off, off work, a lot of the time you might forget which days your regular bin days. Easy to forget. And so you've got all this rubbish. So it's like, is it all right if you maybe see another bin that's maybe pre-emptied or just been emptied? 
whack a bit of garbage in your neighbour's bin. Is that all right? Is it? I am all for it because at the end of the day, it's just rubbish. A bin. Someone um, I was talking uh, to me the other day, and they'd taken their dog out for a walk, and mm. as you do, the dog had you know does a poop, did a little poop, yeah. picked the poop up, and uh, with, a it, bag, with, a, with the bag, with the bag, picked it up with the bag, yeah. over the hand, and then put it in uh, a, a nearby bin that was out on the street yeah. for collection. And the person whose house it was poked his head out the window and yelled at him and said, don't put shit in my bin. <laughs> and I thought, that's just very petty. Yeah. I mean, it's all rubbish. It's all going to the same place. Yeah. Who cares whose rubbish is in whose bin? What's the thing? At the end of the day, it's not a big issue if you're... So, I, you know, say you put your Canadian club can in my bin. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about it. No. Because as long as it's ending up in a bin to go yeah. to the tip... Who cares whose rubbish ends up in what bin, Nagy? In the end, it's all got to go into it's, our bin. Whether, it is. Whether it's be a large bin. Outside. God's bin. But it, The it, landfill out at Summerhill. I, well, recently uh, <laughs> in <laughs> Godsland, uh, the, the greatest worshipping area of, of, of this great area, um, there was a time recently with, with our neighbours uh, that the um, elderly neighbour that lives next door to, to us was said that we had put our bin too close to hers um, and... You have run that poor woman through the ringer, Nagy. Her, hers didn't get collected. So we're like, well, so I'm listening to her. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. You didn't be. And so she, then she said, so could I just put my rubbish in your bin for the week? Yeah, that's and seems I, reasonable. And I said, oh, yeah, because no, I'm too nice of a guy. So I was like, oh, well, yeah, look, I don't see any problem with that. Uh, but then I just went inside, locked the door. <laughs> and then <laughs> we never exchanged rubbish because I think that's strange. She wanted us to like... Like in like as the crow flies, our bins are only separated by like a semi wall. Like you know what I mean? Like Wait, so she was expecting bins. you to put her bin in your Yeah, well yeah, but she wanted us to swap bins. So she had an empty bin and we had uh but it's like Oh, she wanted to do a whole bin swap. swap I yeah. thought she just wanted to put her future well, rubbish in your bin. Well, I think she did no 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 no. She she wanted to us she to wanted hold to swap her the bin for an additional week. Hold her rubbish for an additional week. Well that's ludicrous. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, She's not I'll... keeping the wheelie bin in her house. It's not like it's stinking up the kitchen. Well where they're kept is the same spot, only separated by a fence. <laughs> so, <sighs> so it's can't be a smell thing. People if, are morons. People are. But you know, it's uh, Except uh, our dear listeners. Thank you for listening. <laughs> You're lovely. You're wonderful. People. All beautiful. But it was, it's it's uh, becoming a very strange time. Yeah, and but, it, it's always around Christmas, you know, with the oddly scheduled pickup days. Yeah. Often, you know, you have the prawns and you want the prawns to be gone in a timely manner. Yeah. It seems to pop up only around Christmas. Yeah. And then it just pops up with vengeance. It, and yeah. then it returns from whence it came. Might be the heat as well. The heat brings the out heat. some funny things. Ooh. I've noticed also around Christmas time because people receive... I'm sweating from my ribs today. <laughs> like on your actual ribs or you've eaten ribs and it's making No, you my sweat. ribs are sweating. Your ribs are sweating. They were yesterday and today. That's an odd place for it to be sweating. It's terrifying. That's I don't what, know why. <laughs> I think it's the first sign of malaria. <laughs> <laughs> that my ribs go and then uh, then it's like, you know, you get your feet turned I haven't blue. had my shots. <laughs> to be in this country. <laughs> um, why is it in other countries you need shots? We don't need shots. Oh, you know, I suppose Probably you Probably because we're in the first world. You're the first world. Yeah, the first world yeah, so it's only when you're visiting the, the... The third. The third. Where's the second world? Well, I can tell you, actually. The, the concept of the first, second and third world came about during the Cold War. The first world was uh, the countries aligned with the Western bloc. Yeah. Second world was the countries aligned with the Soviet bloc, and the third world was basically anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. So that's most of the world. Yeah. Most of the world was basically considered 
too poor. Too poor. <laughs> to be part of the Cold War. That's, what <laughs> so that's a bit of an antiquated term, Nagy. Yeah. The, the first, second and third world. But you never hear about the second world. No. Like realistically, I guess if you were to go by the, the definition yeah. that was uh, set up, you'd go, Poland would be the second world. Second world state, Russia, a second world country, yeah. Kazakhstan, you know, Turkmenistan, all those former Soviet satellites. Do they ever look like? Let's countries. say you're living in in uh, communist China, right? And then you were, and then uh, in in the seventies. Well, see now that's a that's a different different situation entirely. I think they exist outside the first, second, and third world system. Okay. Entirely. Well, let's just because say they had a very isolationist viewpoint. The Chinese they took help from the Soviets, but then Chairman Mao mm. decided he didn't much care for the Soviets <laughs> quite as much and established a much more self-sufficient China. So well, I think China exists outside the framework of the first, second, and third world. Please, you, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> do you think? Do you think there's ever like um, places in the you know, Soviet-controlled countries, and they're uh, like it, the USSR, and they're like, oh, if only uh, I could run a business and purchase my own car, and they'll be like, and they go, oh, second world problems. <laughs> Oh boy, I had to line up for two hours for bread this morning. Second, Second world, world problems. problems. It's, um, it's like you have the thing, it's just a mild inconvenience. It's an inconvenience, yeah. yeah. It's just a structural inconvenience. That's interesting, yeah. Second world problems. Not sh- quite first world problems, but far less, I guess, murderous than third world problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not life or death. They weren't inconveniences. Yeah, but yeah. big inconveniences. Big inconveniences. But at the end of the day, mostly inconveniences. It's not like I've gone on holidays and I can't get phone signal because that's a first world problem, but <laughs> it's like, you It's know. like, I can't go on holidays. That's yeah, a second, <laughs> that's world, a second problem. world problem. Third world problem would be, I can't get water. I can't get water. That's my problem. <laughs> that's a third world problem. It's a bit of a dip there, isn't it? It's a big it? dip. <laughs> it's a bit it's of a big a cut off. Second and all the way down. Well, then, there. I mean, you've got the, the second world problem of, um, I disagree with the government, so I've been locked in jail for my whole life, despite mm. never having said anything. Second world problems. Second world problems. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're always cheerful about it, too. <laughs> they're very cheerful. Because <laughs> they go, at least we're not in the third world. Yeah. <laughs> There's, um, speaking of all these uh, lovely countries that make up this, you know... Uh, beautiful world. <laughs> beautiful world that we live in. Um, there's when we're receiving gifts during Christmas, I've noticed there's certain uh, there's a, like a hierarchy of of of, uh, of certain items that people sort of prefix with the country origin that they're from. Have you experienced this? Thing? Like, I have somewhat. It's yeah, like yeah. you know you wouldn't say I received um, bed sheets for Christmas, so but you might say. Egyptian cotton bed sheets, yeah. and it's, it elevates us to this like new exciting product. But then, uh, if you use that same country, like that made the first item exotic, on a different item, not so good. It de- devalues it. If you say, <laughs> you know, I just bought a new car, and they go, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's an Egyptian car. I got a French champagne. Oh, sorry. I also got a French whippersnipper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? No yeah. one wants a French whippersnipper. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know. If you had like, oh, this is a painting. Uh, for, like, you know, so if it was like, oh, this is a machine, but it was like, you know, it was, it's a German machine. It's like, oh, that's really That's nice. very good quality. But if you was like, you know, I went to the, the, the theatre and saw a German play, you'd be like, oh, that sounds a bit awful. You know, it's yeah, like, it would be pretty awful. But then again, Nagy, I think it all just comes back to certain countries are good at certain things. things. What's, a, what's a good, what do you reckon that there's places like? A pub. No, like I like, went to the Australian pub. No, no, but if you were like oh. away, like let's say you lived in in Germany, yeah, and they go, and there's people handing this, they go, oh, it's Australian, oh, like you know, that's my German, yeah, it's good, yeah, it's a German, it's a, it's, a, it's an Australian wool meat pie. Yeah. Actually, Australian wool's very good. We got the merino wool, that's very popular the world round. Uggs, Uggs, Uggs have taken the world by storm. That's known for Australia, didn't uh, they? Chronic. Alcoholism and cirrhosis, cirrhosis of the liver. Of the liver, yeah, yeah. That's taken the world by storm, <laughs> mostly courtesy of Australia. 
certain sexual diseases spread throughout Canada. Syphilis. Our fault. <laughs> chlamydia. That's Australia. I, I know there's one outbreak of uh, chlamydia in Banff that was uh, directly responsible to a person I know who Cl- will remain <laughs> nameless. One, one person created like a. No, they just started off a little flare up, if you will, <laughs> amongst the uh, expat community. God bless this country. Oh, look, and, and yeah, no, I won't mention his name, but. Please desk it. Use the initials. He, he, then, no, no. then he'll know who he is. He already like if he's listening. The damage he, is done. He knows who he the is. The damage is done. And there might be several lawsuits involved. <laughs> like, Absolutely. We're, yeah, we're still under. You know, we're trying to wait out the statute of limitations before we reveal his name to the public. <laughs> but you know, it's 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 a it's a really uh, it's a well not it's a questionable meat time. pies. No yeah. other country has meat pies. Yeah, when I was in Canada, they they'd never had meat pies until. Actually, the Kiwis, yeah. the Kiwi um, mob introduced meat pies, and the people loved them. They went nuts for them. Sub Australians, Kiwis, aren't they? Like they, they, like you know, they're only welcome in <laughs> when uh, we want them to. You know yes. what I mean? Because they're always Kiwi people until they, you know, they're quite, uh, they're quite good at famous. Something. Yeah, and mm. then 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 they're Australian. We take them under our wing, but they they make up so much of Australian culture. So many people that make up very Australiana stuff, especially singers and actors, weren't born here. Isn't that crazy? Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes was not born here. Uh, you, like, you, the Finns. The Finns were not born here either. Um, Russell Crowe, Sam Neill, all these like, you know, the blokes that you're like, yeah, these Well, straight. no one wants to be from New Zealand. Um, so if you get famous, you've got the money to change that. James Rain wasn't born in Australia I either. I don't know who that and is. He, he sung with I Australian the, Crawl. The, the, the band was called yes. Australian Crawl, probably because he crawled here from another country. <laughs> I think he's born in South Now Africa. my mother got here. She crawled here from... Crawled here from Canada, but I'm not sure. I'm not it's sure. A wet the, crawl. Uh, what's that? What's that? Well, the Australian crawl was the original name for the freestyle swimming stroke. So what's it makes that? sense that he would come over. Did we by the that? Australian crawl? Yeah, it was called the Australian crawl. I don't yeah. know if we invented it, but we named it. It seems like the doggy paddle would be the freestyle. It's the go-to <laughs> from someone who doesn't know how to swim. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it does. Because, it, like, but the, why does that come so instinctively to people yeah. when it's clearly something that dogs do? Well, it's like half sort of. If you didn't know how to swim, um, like you drown. Well, yeah, but it's like half sort of like trying not to drown stroke, like because you, you're pushing a lot of water down yeah. and sort of just keeping your head you up. You know what I learnt yesterday? Hippos don't swim; they just run along the bottom of the water. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> and they get, but they go immensely quickly. Yeah, yeah, but they're so heavy that they just sink and then run. I noticed. I, I noticed they brilliant? can they can close their nostrils. Like eyes. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. Why don't I love we? A pet hippo. Why doesn't? Why doesn't like? Uh, there's there's certain things. Obviously, people will say it's because you know we've never had to like <clears throat> be like involved in survival for our own like. Oh God, no. Think so. It's like that's why we haven't developed any cool superpowers. But there's superpowers that animals have. That that flying. Aren't, well, yeah. One that flying itself is pretty amazing. It's amazing. Um, like and, and then but then there's things that you wouldn't expect. Uh, the like you know, the funnel web spider—it bites you or I—and they're everywhere. Apparently, this is—they're known as the Sydney funnel web because they only stretch from <laughs> Sydney to to like Taree. That's where they're found. To Qatar, found to one Qatar. in Qatar once. Well, they're, they're everywhere. They're in the garden, but anyway, but it's like they will kill a person in like under twenty minutes. But that's the thing. I but, think, but, you, but we don't eat them. But but, well, but why would you eat them? Well, no, but we don't. We're not a natural thing like of theirs to 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 prey upon. But they can kill us. They won't eat us either. They'll just walk over our corpse. But like a duck, for instance, will eat a funnel web. Now, really? the funnel web venom doesn't work on a duck. Huh. <laughs> so it's just misguided powers that these... Is that so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think now, now that you've brought that up, I think human's greatest superpower is the ability to trump any animal's superpower mm. by just building something. Building something It's like birds it. can fly. Oh, cool. 
you're one bird and you can fly maybe up above the roof. I can build a plane to fly 500 people up almost into space. Yeah. Eat a dick birds. It, yeah. Same with funnel webs. It's like, oh, great, you're a funnel web. Your bite can, what, kill 20 people with venom? Probably. We can create poisons so bad they can kill the earth. And also, if we were just wearing like a good hefty shoe, we could just squash it. Exactly, yeah. It's, it's all it takes, a shoe. But there's Like, other... humans don't have superpowers except the one superpower to outdo every other animal's superpower by just building something or creating something. But, like, there's, there's ones that really stand out. Like, is venom like what poison... animal could do a podcast? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Give it, like, and maybe... a lot better than us, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, an electric eel is pretty much a Pokemon, surely. Like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's just, like, this animal that can just generate an electric shock. Like, hear about the pistol shrimp? <laughs> Please, it's a yeah. little shrimp, and it's got these two claws, and it pulls the claws back. Yeah. And using the power of kinetic energy and super ligaments... It shoots its claw out at like the speed of sound and boils the water around it. It's yeah, and it punches they? people, uh, not people. It punches things. Yeah, and it knocks them out and then eats them. See, that They're would tiny and that yeah. So just like stuns. Yeah, that's them. a superpower. Yeah, there is. They, everything has a superpower except us. And it's like, oh, don't get them too close because it'll give you a good punch. Like you know, it's <laughs> like and like you know. It, but again, we have the superpower to build enormous mechanical punching things that could knock a building over. But, you know, so that's better. A the punch- pistol shrimp sucks. Yeah, yeah. The pistol shrimp. Only in comparison. But that's that's what everyone, you know, that's why I don't much care for the environment. <laughs> everyone goes, oh, no, we need to save the environment. We need to protect these animals. Yeah. Uh, no, if humans can adapt to do everything that animals do better than animals, animals need to get their goddamn game together. I sort your shit out, nature. Now, it sounds like you're encouraging the superpower evolution. This sounds like... Yeah, gotta... exactly. We evolved pretty good Yeah. to be better than everything. Yeah. <laughs> but it sounds like you're just egging them on, like, come on, if you want to... Like, oh, absolutely. Know. I'd love to see the environment, you know, really step its game up, get level pegging with humans yeah. and say, all right, let's do this together. Mm. But at the moment, I don't see what the environment's giving back. <laughs> It's not putting in. It's not putting in. It's really got to lift, it, lift its game. I re- received a question earlier in the week. Um, and it, it, Would you prefer to uh, be involved in a zombie apocalypse or an alien invasion? Alien invasion. Yeah, so this is my... Th- the, the person... It was, it was Tim Rantano. Um, Hello, that, Timmy. That, um, that asked this question. And he was he was on the side of that he was that you think... He was like, no, no, I prefer zombies. I was like, no, because anyone could be a zombie. Exactly. I just feel like aliens would be more interesting. Well, it, it, if you wanted something that could really unite the world, <laughs> is you have a third party. Or exactly. Second, or second party. That's just like, you know, that's that's going to be like... Everyone's going to be like, oh, fuck these guys. Well, and, and it comes back to the classic conundrum you see in every zombie movie where the zombies, you know, stumbling towards you and you're like oh, I can't kill him he used to be my brother yeah. uh, if it's an alien you look over there and your brother's over there or dead Dead. but you look at the alien you're like well he's never been related to anyone I know bang I've got no bang. Yeah. done and then they're no invading. qualms yeah they're invading so it's like yeah. Yeah, gotta, and, but yeah it's all for one You see, whereas another- a zombie it's not an invasion it's not their choice to have been infected or uh, killed or you know whatever particular mythology you ascribe to zombies, the zombies yeah. it's uh, it's not their choice whereas the aliens they're clearly the aggressors in the situation we had a zombie planet the first house that we moved <laughs> out of uh, <laughs> I was living in Mayfield uh, with, uh, with a couple of clothes friends. pile with yeah, Tim, Tim, Timmy Ray and Billy Barton and Rob Costell there's a bunch of us there we all um, not Timmy Ray he wasn't there what Anthony Hickling t- anyway anyway, <laughs> it was another different red headed bloke uh, <laughs> terrible house terrible, yeah 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 I know it was constantly filled with blokes with red hair <laughs> Um, but it was, um, but we had this thing. It was like, what do we do? It was like, well, we all the houses were quite close together. So it was like, if we just leave a ladder 
right, up to the roof at all stages, right? <laughs> that we could get up to the roof. And this is like slow-moving zombies. It's not mm. like running crazy zombies. This they has just to pull give, the ladder up. Do you pull the ladder up? Then you're on the roof. Gives you some time. But it's the extendable ladder. So you can go to the next roof over. And then you can move and you make your way. For some reason, you want to make your way for the train tracks. A lot I of made my way to the pub. A lot of the... Uh, <laughs> like in the movie. Like in the film. Oh, I forgot about the movie. The, uh, a, lot yeah. of the, a lot of ours uh, relied on that. One, the trains would still be running. <laughs> and we could get to the train tracks and jump on. And two, the train would take us somewhere that's safer than the house. But I still, it was a plan that we all had. Uh, but that's good. That's a good friendship bonding exercise. Yeah. You know, mm. completely useless plan. Yeah, yeah. But as an exercise to bring friends together, did a good thing. It, it was. did a good thing. Building a fort inside when you're an adult is also very awesome. Good. Awesome. Yeah, it's very, it's very good. Yeah. A lot of people think you stop doing it when you're nah. like, no. But it's like I, I, I was doing it with uh, Rob Costa just moved in many, many years ago, and he was like, yeah, and he was like, um, we should. He was like, what do you want to do? I was like, let's build a fort and eat some donuts. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I think he's like, I don't know if I want to do that. And so I just made a fort, and then I was like, come on. Did he come he, in? Yeah, he came in. Oh, and then, yeah. And then um, reluctantly, he, I think he thought I was going to make a move on him. Um, <laughs> Turned more of a rape fort. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't that night, but no, no not that night. But no, it's, it's very fun. Sheet forts, uh, blankets, mm. and pillows, and whatnot. And you put just camping inside when you set up a tent in the living room. Yeah, and then you can just go to bed at the end. Yeah, which is the better part of camping because camping sucks. It does, <laughs> especially wake you up. Oh, oh, it's four in the morning when the sun beams oh. in, and and it's just sand. Little bit of sand gets everywhere. I hate camping just as much as the next fat bloke. Thank you so much for joining me again, Liam. As the next fat bloke, thank you for having me, Nagy. <laughs> we'll do this all again very, very soon. Please like us on Facebook uh, and listen to us on, pipes. Sound- on SoundCloud and iTunes. All the pipes. And we'll be back very, very, very soon. Way too soon for everyone's liking, Liam. Thank you very much.